right, how we usually started off. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. One, two, one, two, what's going on, everybody? It's Chris Nell and Alex, and we're back with another edition of the Old Soul Brothers podcast. Oh, it feels so good to say that we've been gone for too long, way right. too long, been gone for way too long. But we got a we got a good episode for y'all today. We're gonna touch on a few topics, you know, just conversate, keep it pushing, and we're gonna um, converse. Yeah, converse, convert. What did I say? Conversate. Hey, man, whatever. Come it's on now, we're starting to lose some ages. I know, but hey, <laughs> this is I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feel I'm feeling too good. We this is the first time we're back in a long time. So hey, let me let me just let me just do let me just let me just rock. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, no, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So this past weekend, Chris Rock had a comedy special. And now this was the first time that Netflix had, this was the first time that Netflix did a live comedy special uh, on their platform. So Chris Rock had a comedy oh. special. Um, it's the first time that he's, it's the, fr- I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time that he's been out since the whole incident that happened last year at the Oscars, which is actually kind of funny because the Oscars are this weekend and he happened to drop the special the weekend before. But um I had I hadn't gotten the chance. I I was I said I was gonna watch it. I saw I saw a bit of it. I still need to finish it. But um I mean in terms of what I saw, I don't necessarily I didn't necessarily have a problem with any of his jokes. I think I, I want to ask like, this What's up? I want to ask this first. Do you enjoy Chris Rock as a comedian, or is this the first special of his that you've seen? No, so I've I've I mean I've enjoyed Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock's a good comedian. I don't I've never I understand in recent years people are like, oh Chris Rock's not that I don't understand people when they say Chris Rock's not a good comedian. Because I've I, me personally, I've always thought Chris Rock was a pretty good comedian. I think that Chris Rock's put out a a a, a, a plethora of work that is very that's very funny. I mean, obviously, I know like the times have changed in terms of people looking at comedy and people not understanding that comedy is comedy and people taking things a little too seriously from time to time. But um, sensitive, yeah, people are a little more sensitive about what they're what they're hearing from comedians. But I'm like, that's right. the, that's the point of a comedian. A comedian is is meant to joke about <clears throat> things that are serious, like. Like I can think back to um when like during during like the early two thousands when I saw people like uh uh on on Comedy Central making jokes about R Kelly or making jokes about Michael Jackson or like people and people were like people didn't think about it now but you hear the jokes now people are like I'm just like but I mean it's it's comedy it's like it's I still laugh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Comedy is meant is meant to make light of is meant to make light of serious topics. It's a way for people to in in for me at least, I know and I and I can't speak for everybody. I know a few people here and there, but like comedy is meant as a way to kind of decompress or kind of make kind of make you feel better. Cause I was watching an interview with the with Marlon Wayans and he was talking about how him and his brothers would make jokes at funerals. Not the best time to make jokes. I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's the best time but however i mean right. you know some people some people cope with i think you could also make light of the situation though like if you yeah. share humorous memories of that deceased person exactly you know what i'm saying people people make people people use comedy to sort of um to make uh to sort of to to sort of escape the to sort of 
think about happy things or to or to make light of you know pretty sad moments or to, like to coping up, mechanism. To exactly yeah that's the word a coping use it as a coping mechanism and i don't have any problem with that but chris rock but back to chris rock chris rocks um i didn't have i didn't necessarily have a problem with chris rocks i know a few people were kind of like uh like i don't know but i i mean personally from what i've seen i didn't have a problem with it i thought it was i'm not gonna lie i wasn't expecting chris rock to go in on will smith the way he did um you say you weren't i wasn't expecting him it like when he talked about emancipation and he talked about how he how he got how he like enjoyed seeing will smith get whipped i was like I wasn't expecting that. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> but like that that's what I mean. At least I, I kind of knew that he was going to go in on Will Smith. But like to talk about emancipation and be like, oh, yeah, I watched the movie to see when he get whipped. I'm like, oh, oh, wow. You you mad, mad. You you mad, mad. Right. Right. I realize he's a comedian, but I feel you could still hear that bitterness or anger in his delivery. Yeah. Like he's no. upset at Will Smith. Absolutely, and, and he personally. may he may joke around about it on his special, but you could still hear an aggression in his delivery. Oh yeah, absolutely, and honestly, and I mean, I'll I'll say this: the whole emancipation, him talking about the movie, I wasn't expecting him, and I was kind of like, oh, that's a bit. But like, I honestly, didn't even. I don't. I don't blame him. I don't blame him for being upset because it's like, I wasn't even he, referring to that though. I meant like where he kept. Referring to Will Smith as a bitch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. this platform is called him that. This platform is called him that. And I'm like, he is really, he is really He's, forcing he, out that word. He, like he was, he was, he was. He was happy to call Will Smith that and to call out the platforms that have called him that. That is true. That is true. And um, I think he even called Jada Pinkett one as well. He did a few times because even it was even, a few times. It was a few. I mean, I mean, like it was because even because I, I cause saw I, that funny because funny enough, we I was talking we were talking about it in class the other day, and like the main thing about it was just and they were talking about Chris Rock's special, and we we mm. watched the news, we watched like a, a little of uh, maybe like I'd say a minute long news clip talking about Chris Rock's special, it being the first time Netflix done a live stream, uh, to its audiences for for a comedy special, um. And they just talked about Chris Rock. The only part that I guess people had a problem with, because it was written, because they had articles written there, there were a few articles. The only problem that they had was him talking about uh, Jada and calling her, calling her uh, a, a derogatory um, term. The amount of times he did, right? But you know, um, I mean, I can't. Do I, you, I'm. I don't. Do you have the um quote? No, from I don't. The source. Have, no, I don't have the quote off off right now, but I don't well, have you it can off. continue speaking and I'll find that just okay. to include what you said. Gotcha. But no, but I mean I, I don't I I mean I don't nec- I don't agree with Chris Rock calling her a B so many times, but um um I definitely think I def I mean I think I think it was I think it was good for Chris Rock to get that out of his system and for people to see right. okay, yeah Chris Rock was like yeah no nah, he wasn't that, he would have he would have eventually had to address this oh yeah but I hope he leaves it behind him following this special like 
don't speak on it again because it's getting ready to be if it hasn't already been a year since the incident happened. Yeah. We're, we're so almost, to still be to still be dwelling on it or joking about it. I realized it was embarrassing to be slapped on TV. Yeah. But like move just, on. Like either either you all talk it out privately or just move on. I that's but see, but that's the thing though. That's and I was getting ready to say, I don't know, I don't know or if slap they can them move, back. I don't know if they can <laughs> move on till they uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch on that. But I'm just gonna say, uh um I think I don't think that I don't think anything's gonna really be moved. I don't think that I don't think the needle's gonna be moved forward until they have a conversation, till Will and Chris have a conversation. That's just me. And I've seen I've seen that Will Smith has tried to extend an olive branch to him, but he won't accept it. I don't blame him for not accepting it. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd accept it yet either. After getting, I think they should at least. I think there should at least be communication between the two. But I, I completely, I completely understand. But, but my whole thing though is this: I'm like, you slap, you slap. Like, if I was in Chris Rock, if I was in Chris Rock's shoes, my mindset would be: you slap me on live international TV in front of millions of people over a joke. Over you a joke, joke about you. my wife and but, but front of millions the, of people. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Right. Will was laughing. Will was laughing at the joke, and then. But if you look to your side and see that your wife has taken offense to that joke, he rightfully stood up. Maybe he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. Him, but he should have, have defended her. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying, though. The slap was un- He shouldn't have gotten up and slapped her. Yeah, maybe at the him. maybe during. A, <laughs> yeah, him. He shouldn't have slapped him. Maybe during a commercial break, get up and be like, "Hey." Bro, that wasn't cool. You know, she's very sensitive about right. that. Chris Rock be like, it "Oh, was, okay," and apologize. But for him to, but for him, it to, was in the heat of the moment. But even then, though, but that's what, but that's what I'm saying, though. But even then, <laughs> I'm like, the fact of the matter is this: yes, I get it. Jada wasn't comfortable with the with the with the joke because we all saw. You can we can all pull up the clip of of when her, she rolled be, her of, eyes when she rolled her eyes and she turned. Right. And also in that clip, you can see Will is laughing at the joke. All I'm saying, and I completely understand, I completely understand what you're saying, where Will was like, Will got up and defended him, def- defended her. I completely understand that. But getting up there and slapping him like the way he did, like that's that's not, you know what I'm saying? That's not cool. That's all I'm saying. He could have he could have gone about it. I understand he had the moment and everything, but I'll be right. honest, I feel like I feel like that slap wasn't just I feel like that slap was just the pent up aggression of everything that's that happened. Right. It was like the, the right. It was beyond the joke. Exactly. The entanglement. Because he's the... been the butt of the joke in the media because exactly. of that. Exactly. And even Chris Rock mentioned that in his special. Yes, Chris Rock did mention that the the entanglement. Then him. Then her interviewing him on Red Table Talk. Right. Like, about I, the thing. I like, agree with him on that sentiment. Like have, for you to have been. For you to have been involved with somebody else who was your son's friend, or at least exactly. that's how Chris Rock described him, and then to have your husband on your platform to discuss your infidelity. Yeah, that's a like, little. That's a little. You couldn't have handled that matter privately and just yeah. let it allowed it to die down, but you wanted exactly. to take it to your platform. Like you both look like fools because y'all actually went through with it and. Spoke on it. 
Exactly. Because I'm just like, because I'm like, because the, the, at least, at least from my perspective, people, people went to the red table talk. You know what they did? Took screenshots. You got pictures of Will sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, you got people, people turning Will into memes, making him the butt of the joke. Like exactly what you said, making him the butt of the jokes. I'm like, that's just, they, it could have been that whole, that whole situation. Yes, it got out to the public. Yeah, everybody knew about it. But I don't think I don't think they need to talk about it in public. I don't think making it open to the public was necessarily the right, right. thing to do. But that's just me. And that's just the overarching thing with Chris Rock. And I'm just like... I do want to add this quote, though. So this is from People Magazine. It says, Jada has had no part in all of this other than being heckled. The source says... Chris is obsessed with her, and that's been going on for almost 30 years. Look where he shows the film his Netflix special, her hometown of Baltimore. Obsessed. <laughs> so is, this source is accusing Chris Rock of being obsessed with Jada Pinkett. But is he really obsessed, though? Because I'm just like, what's the... Because my whole thing, yeah, hometown of Baltimore, okay. I'm like, I that to me, I'm like, I guess, but even then, like, are there past incidences of him showing that he's obsessed with Jada? That's my question. So, I was looking at another platform that spoke on his special and his comments on Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, and she included this clip. It had to be an interview from the 90s or early 2000s where Chris Rock handed Jada Pinkett a champagne bottle and it was in honor of her not mentioning Will Smith during that entire interview. And I looked at that like what if perhaps Chris Rock had feelings for Jada Pinkett at one time? Obviously he would now because she's having entanglements but (laughs) like yeah like back then he could have had feelings for and you know that You know that juvenile approach when you have a crush on somebody, like you tease them and joke them. You make fun of them, yeah. You make fun of them. So I never considered that, but there may be something. Maybe, maybe, but uh, I don't know their business. But I need, I need, I need more. I need more evidence. I need more paperwork (laughs) before I make any more conclusions about that, about that, about that specifically. Like, show me the paperwork. Show me the Carfax. Show me Carfax. But I think. I think that's it for this topic. That is. And you know what's funny about you talking about people have a people tease it, people tease it and make a fun. All right, that that's leads, the perfect that segue. Right, that leads right into the next topic. Okay, so Creed 3 came out this past Friday. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I didn't even realize it was a Creed 3. I'm thinking this is the sequel. No, no, no. It's Creed Because 3. I haven't even seen the first two. So I haven't seen the first two either, but I will say this. You don't need to watch Creed. You don't need to watch Creed 1 or 2 to know, to to follow what happens in Creed 3. Great, because I was considering going to see it. Yeah, that's what I want to see it too. And it was actually because of this interview we're getting ready to discuss. Exactly. Well, yeah, I I wanted to see it because Jonathan Majors is an actor that I I really, that I really enjoy. I was introduced to him through um, the HBO show Lovecraft Country, and I I enjoy Jonathan Majors. And also shout out to Jonathan Majors for being in, for being in two movies that reached number one. uh, I saw that. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumadium and um, and, uh, Creed 3. 
I saw Ant-Man and the Lost Condominium. Solid movie. Solid movie. It's not, it's not like I know a lot of people have been talking down about it, but I think I think that's just a lot of people off the end game, off the end game, Infinity War High and uh, and and uh, the Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man uh No Way Home High, because those movies were so great. I think that's the people are on those highs and people are expecting a lot, but I'm like, this is a reset for Marvel to get to the next two big movies that Secret Wars and uh well let's see in, in order Kang Dynasty and then Secret Wars. But I think overall people are just but I don't follow Marvel, off. so you were speaking in entirely different language to me right now. <laughs> okay, well I'll get off my soapbox. So um so basically when Creed so for the premiere for the premiere of Creed three, Michael B. Jordan was being interviewed. And uh basically the interview the interviewer or would you, do you know her name um yes i do her name because this was the same interviewer who had issues with kalani yes i i also read last about year that. i believe yes i read about that um they had issues with kalani because she um um during the interview she entered she what did she do uh she she just oh, seemed uninterested she, she missed she misgendered um kalani and sort of disrespected oh i thought you meant kalani no no no. i was yeah i was talking about that movie but um no so just to keep it just to keep uh just to keep it short um michael b jordan had a run-in with an old classmate from New Jersey and she basically brought up the fact that she and Michael B. Jordan used to be classmates in high school and he recalled and he said oh yeah you're the one who called me corny right and she was like no we didn't call you corny we didn't we didn't it was all jokes and uh, Michael B. Jordan was like no 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 you called me corny back in high school and um I like that what not that he was being called corny, but I just like that now he's at a place where he's being interviewed by this very person who used to tease or joke him. Exactly. And 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 my thing about it is that people so okay, so what happened was that people were hop after the interview, people hopped on the internet. And people were calling out Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, people who were defending him, people who were calling out Michael B. Jordan. And to all the people, in my opinion, to all the people who were calling out Michael B. Jordan for for bringing up the fact that they called him corny back in high school like that was on her though that was on her though because she mentioned that they had known each other exactly no no i completely understand so why mention that if you all didn't have the best history exactly she brought that on herself exactly but no but that's but the point see but the point that i was trying to make though is that like the people who are defending her on the internet need to stop because of the fact that she is in the wrong and first off she shouldn't she shouldn't have started she shouldn't have started off i mean yeah you can bring it up but don't try and act buddy buddy because she tried right. to act she tried to act buddy buddy and michael, michael called that out exactly she tried to act buddy buddy with michael b jordan and act like oh yeah we used to be friends back in high school no y'all weren't friends y'all called him corny y'all called him corny back in high school and made fun of him don't do that don't right. don't, don't change up now that he's don't change up that now he's at a level because of she's, success right that she mentioned Oh. No, no, no. And she ahead. mentioned how he used to bring his headshot to school. 
Exactly. So he's always had aspirations of being an actor. Yes. It seems. And there's, and there's nothing so just wrong with to that. See, right. So just to see how far he's come. Yeah. And now you're interviewing him, the same person, like I said, who used to tease and joke him. I will mention that too. Like, yeah, you used to call me corny, but look, look at where we're at. Exactly. Well, this is my, at least I agree with that, but I agree with that from the same point that like, if, if I was, if I, like, I, I don't know where I'll end up in the next, hopefully successful. That's my plan. I'm going to try and work, I'm going to work my way up, try and do the best that I can to be successful. Right. If I found myself, if I was, if I found myself in a position where I was successful and I was being interviewed by somebody who I wasn't cordial with or somebody who used to be mean to me back whenever at any point in time in my life and they tried to act buddy buddy I'd be like we weren't friends don't try that don't try that because we weren't friends I'm like, even if they didn't I would still call it out like look at this well, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm petty so I would do that I'll okay. admit that <laughs> yeah no no like to me to me it's just Cause at least for me, it's like I'll, I'll treat you with respect and everything like that. But it's like don't try and fake the funk. That's me. Don't fake the funk. Don't act like don't act like we were buddy buddy back in high school. Cause I have my circle of people. I know who I know who I I know who I still rock with. I have my circle of people. So it's like don't try and come up and be like, oh yeah, we was no, we weren't because you we never talked, we never hung out, we never did this. Like don't try that. Because that's that's the stuff that bothers me. Because I'm like, she, because she, because like you said, she brought that on herself trying to be like, oh yeah, we went to high school together, you know. I'm like, okay, and were you friends with him? Because I'm like, I'm pretty right. sure if y'all were friends, he would have had a little, he would have had a little better reaction than what he did where he's just looking at you like, and then you tell him and then he remembers. He's like, oh yeah, we did go to high school. You called me corny. Like, come on. And I did read that she wasn't the person that referred to him as corny. It was somebody else on her platform or one of her platforms. But at the end of that interview, she did say something like, well, you're not corny anymore or something like that. Exactly. So you're still incited. So you're still, you're still insinuating it. Right. You're still, yeah. So, but no, I just thought. I, I just thought it was interesting, especially seeing that back and forth on the internet. People like, oh, Michael B. Jordan, he he's a he's a bum, or Michael B. Jordan's this for, for treating that reporter like that. Like, no, bruh. Like, no, bruh. Cause don't it doesn't trauma, trauma is trauma. Let's be real. Trauma is trauma, no matter what it is. So you can't so you can't sit there and you can't tell Michael B. Jordan that he's wrong for how for how he reacted or how he or how he interacted with her. Because I'm like, who's to say, who's to say what like we weren't there? Was she she like it must have it must have struck a chord with Michael with, with Michael B. Jordan. It must have it must have really hurt because, you know, if he's carrying around his headshot through high, throughout his school, like he obviously really cares and wants to be, wants to be, wants to be somebody. And right. for you to for you to for you to take time out of your day just to be just to be rude, just to be just to call him corny. Like, come on. Though. Like, I know like y'all really don't have anything better else to do. Like, come on. Like, y'all don't have dreams. Y'all don't have aspirations. So y'all go crap on somebody else. And this was like, when that's dumb. Hmm? And this was when middle school or high school? Uh, high school. So, you know, people are ignorant in high school, but exactly. still, people that's why are. you have to be careful who you treat wrong exactly you just gotta honestly honestly if you ain't got 
I'll tell you what, what, what my mom and my pops used to, if you ain't got nothing, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Just keep it pushing. Just mind your business. So I'm just like, you never know, because exactly what you said, you never know, you never know who you're messing with, because someday that person could be the president of the United States or somebody, or they could be, they could be the next Michael B. Jordan, or they could be the next big actor. It doesn't matter. Just treat, just treat people with respect or just either treat, if you're going to interact with people, treat them with respect or just don't interact with them at all and just let them go about their day. I guess it, don't be somebody, don't be, don't be a nuisance. Don't be a nuisance and don't, don't be somebody who don't leave a bad taste in other people's mouths. Just keep it pushing. Cause all I'm right. Just, oh. <laughs> I'm just like, I get sick of that. I get sick of seeing that mess. Especially on especially especially on TikTok, people been going in. I'm just like, bro, man, why y'all gotta be? Why y'all being petty? Why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing that? I'm going into our last topic. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, I was right, ready. I'll, I'll hop off my soapbox. <laughs> I'll hop off my soapbox. All right, so Shaka Khan has since apologized for this, but I wanted to get into her bad-mouthing Mariah Carey, Adele, and Mary J. Blige after they were placed higher than her on Rolling Stone's Greatest Singers of All Time list. She had appeared on the Originals podcast for Los Angeles Magazine last week, and she shared her sentiments saying this. Um, on Mariah Carey's placement, she said that must be... <laughs> She said that must be payola or some shit like that. On Adele coming in seven places above her, she said, okay, I quit. When told that Blige had beaten her by four places, she called the critics who compiled the list blind bitches. They are blind. They are blind as a motherfucking bat, said the 69-year-old singer. They need hearing aids. These must be the children of Helen Keller. <laughs> Damn. I read a comment. I read a comment where someone said, "Please let go of Mary J. Blige's hair." <laughs> were, oh my gosh! You were dragging it. That's actually terrible. That's rough. Um, and I she had criticized. She had also criticized Mary J. Blige's cover of "Sweet Things," so she was really. She was going in. Not fond of Mary. Yeah, no, it's very obvious to see that she was not fond of Mary at all. Which is very. I don't agree with Mary J. Blige being above her. I don't agree with that either. But Mariah Carey and Adele. Uh, Adele she... is more debatable, but Mariah Carey is rightfully in the top ten. Exactly. I don't. I don't know why Shaka Khan. I mean, I get. I guess it's an ego thing. I guess I'm an just... age thing. Exactly. I would just chalk that up to ego and age because I'm just like. Yeah, no. Mariah Carey is is I I think she's looking at it from the perspective of her being a veteran and how many years she's been in, in music. So she believes that more respect should be shown towards her as opposed to admitting this person could sing better could sing better than me or has, you know, sung better than me. But that She's looking at it like I've been doing this since you know the sixties or seventies. Exactly, but I I get that. But even then, though, that still doesn't to me that doesn't make any sense because I'm just like okay. It's like, I think that's like, I think but, that's the mindset of a lot of veterans, though. It is, and I don't 
I don't understand. Cause I'm just like, okay, can you, if if you're gonna be that upset that they got ranked that that much higher than you, are you like, what's what's your, are you are you really is it, are you really looking at it from a logical standpoint, or are you just getting emotional? Cause I'm like, that doesn't was, make. Mar- she was just carries. getting emotional. Exactly, exactly. Because I'm like Mariah Carey. I'm sorry. I love like everybody will tell. I love me some Shaka Khan. Love me some Shaka Khan. Smooth. Maybe she. I got. I got three. I got three of them. I got three of them vinyls. I got. I got Sweet Thing. I got. I got. Uh, I got some Shaka Khan vinyls, man. And I'm sorry, but you can't have one. I know you asked, but you can't. Not not giving them up. Can't do it. I know. Can't do I've it. I've moved you on. Know? Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Maybe she was looking at it from how she currently sounds and not how she did in her prime. But it but could also then, be argued that you don't sound how you once used to. Exactly. Shaka. Yeah. Not no, no, you. No, no, no. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Exactly. So I don't so I don't understand the the oh well I, I should be rank high. No. No, baby, no, 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 no. I understand no. the frustration towards Mary J. Blige. <laughs> exactly. No, Mary J. Blige. I, I would understand. I wouldn't have gone to that extent, but I can understand it because Mary J. Blige is by no means the best vocalist. No, she. And I mean, I've she, said this plenty of times before. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. She put on a good show. I'm pretty but sure. But I, I think don't think her vocals. I, her vocals aren't blowing anybody away. Right. I think her voice is appreciated for how she emotes. Like, you can feel that pain in her voice, yep. whatever she's singing about. Yeah. But as far as a vocalist, I wouldn't have her that high above, and especially not surpassing Shaka Khan, Gladys Knight, Patti LaBelle, Minnie Ripperton, Anita Baker, Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if she was on the list, but she should have been. Anita Baker? Yeah, see, I was naming, I was naming names that I did see on the list on because the list. I was right. I was having a conversation with a teacher of mine, and she had asked where their placements were on the list. So I looked it up. They were, I believe, Patty Labelle was in the seventies, and what got me was that Rihanna was above Patty Labelle. Uh. What? And not that, and not that far from Luther. Wow, I think crazy. I still, <laughs> I think I still have the text messages. Hold on, who's in the top ten? I want to know this. Um, I should have had the list up. I know number one was Aretha we Franklin. Can, we can edit. Hmm? I said we can edit. Do this. We can edit. Oh, but, um. So number one, see. Aretha Franklin. I'm not mad at that. Number two, I believe, was Whitney Houston. Not mad at that. I'll get to it. All right. Number three is Sam Cooke. But not mad at it. Number four is Billie Holiday. Okay. (laughs) Number five is Mariah Carey. Okay. Not mad at it. Number six is Ray Charles. Okay. Not mad at it. Number seven is Stevie Wonder. Not mad at Um, that. Me either. Number eight is Beyonce. Okay, okay. Debatable. Number okay, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Shaka Khan did say on her, she was like, she does have the potential to be a great singer. Who? That was nasty. Shaka said that about Beyonce. 
Oh, oh, oh. He he said he's a great singer and then followed it with he has the potential to be a great singer. Oh, oh. Number nine was Otis Redding. Okay, I'm not mad at that. And number 10 was Al Green. So the wait, t- no, 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 hold up. Prince ain't up there? He was. Prince ain't in the top 10. And he shouldn't be, Alex. He should be. He should, Prince should absolutely be in the top 10. Prince is number 16. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. Still top 20. I can I can I, I can live with top 20. Wait, no, Prince, Prince is whoop. Like, no, Prince is in the top top 10. I don't think Michael Jackson gets his credit as a vocalist. I don't think he does. Where is he? I have no idea. Michael Jackson scr- doesn't get Michael Jackson. I'm scrolling through. Um Marvin Gaye was number 20. Oh, Marvin Gaye should not be number 20. He should be in the top 15. Mary J. Blige was number 25. Yeah, no, this is that list. Who who made this list? Because this list is... This uh, list I don't know. Little, this list is a little rough. Luther yeah, is Mar- number... Luther is number 31. You got Luther under... No... No, Luther what? should be in the top ten. Like, let's That's be what serious. I'm saying. Luther should be because who top 10. was do- who was doing it like Luther? Exactly. Who's who was doing it? Have you seen the performance when Luther when Luther was singing with Whitney Houston and he and he and he showed her up a little bit? He was like, and he showed her that that performance. I know you've seen that performance. When it was, was, it was I think Dionne Warwick I, included. Stevie Wonder. I think it was Dionne Warwick. Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, and Whitney Houston all standing up on stage, and Luther was like, Luther should be in the top 10. Who made this list? Aaliyah is number 40. I don't know what that's about. Teddy Pendergrass is number 42. What? Teddy Pendergrass. Who made this list? Who made this list? They should be fired. Go with me. Who made this list? Because... Who made this list? This is a terrible list. Why is Teddy Pendergrass? Tony Braxton is number 48. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Tony should be higher as well. Oh my gosh. This list is atrocious. Well, we'll leave it at that. Because clearly we we see clearly we see errors in this list and changes that should be made. I'm getting upset. Like, why is Luther (laughs) number why is Luther in the 30s? Wait, wait, where was Luther? Luther was um, thirty. Some was thirty-one. Yeah, I think yeah, thirty-one. Why? Why is he thirty-one? He should I don't be, even get. He should, have, he should at least be in the top. I'll I, hell give him top five. Luther top. I don't five. even get worked up over these lists anymore. Luther top five. Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass. I don't know why he in the forties. Teddy Pendergrass need to be top ten. Luther top five for sure. I don't know like who made this list because you ain't got because you ain't got no soul. You really have no soul. <laughs> That's a terrible list. The teacher I was speaking to, she said this list was made by old white men. It had to have been, because I don't know but how But I was put... like, but I was like, Beyonce wouldn't be in the top 10 if it was. Yeah. I'm I like, don't yeah, think. Beyonce wouldn't be. It Beyonce was still not... someone who didn't have the best music taste, but. Exactly. Because Beyonce's definitely, because, hey, I'm not afraid to say Beyonce's definitely not over Luther Vandross. And she's definitely not over Teddy Pendergrass. Top. Hundred maybe. Who Beyonce? 
Yeah. I'll give Beyonce personally, I'll give Beyonce top 15, maybe top 20, but she's definitely no. not over. She's definitely no. not over Luther Vandross, and she's definitely not over Teddy Pendergrass. She sure as hell ain't over Prince or Michael. So I don't know. Where's Shantae who... Moore? Where's Tamia? Exactly. Jasmine Sullivan. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I wouldn't even put her in the top 15 to 20 because I can name plenty of vocalists who I think are better mm. than her. Mm. Yeah. Yes, she's more successful, but yeah, it's crazy. That's a bad. List. We're running out of time. We are running out of time. <laughs> but all I'm gonna say, hey, whoever, who's who's the list by Rolling Stone? Somebody who's it? Yes, is by Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Hire us so we can make a better list because that's a trash list. That's a terrible list. I don't know. What Maybe that could be another episode. Exactly. Yeah, then we need to. We, we'll redo that list for y'all because that's a terrible <laughs> list. But. We are running short on time, so I know it's a shorter episode than usual. We covered three topics. I think I don't know if this might be the new format, but we just go we we go we go roll with it. You know, this first first show back in a long time, so um, and we, we hope go. to be more consistent from exactly. this point forward. <laughs> exactly, school been school been a little much, but we're gonna try and be a little more consistent. So we're gonna close things out a little bit early. Instead of telling telling y'all what we've been listening to for the week, we're gonna close out things a little bit early, and we'll we'll get y'all we'll we'll give that next episode. We'll let y'all know what we've been listening to next episode. But in the meantime, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Old Soul Brothers podcast with Chris Nell and Alex, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.